Hi there, I'm Tegan. And I'm Becca. And we are on a journey to create our perfect perfect podcast. podcast. And by that we mean... We're going to be genre hopping across every type of podcast that we have listened to or just heard of. So get ready for... ASMR. Celebrity gossip. Biology lessons. Advice. Bad movie reviews. Role playing. And much, much more. So buckle in, sit tight, and get ready to go on an audio journey with us as we talk about pixels again, again. For the third third time. time. (laughs) Love it. Love it so much. I also, okay, we had our little prelude where I told you about a dream I had with Jack Black. Not (laughs) a dream. It It was very tame. It was just that Jack Black, like... I don't know, we met at a wedding or something, and then we, like, went on a date. <laughs> you had a meet cute at a wedding oh. with Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, but I also had a dream where we were watching this movie, and at the end of it, I was like, wait, is Pixels actually a masterpiece? And then I woke up, and I was like, did that actually happen? And then I thought about it for a second longer and was like, no, that's not what happened. It's not a masterpiece. <laughs> it's not even bad enough that like YouTubers make fun of it. It's just like it's so deeply mediocre in every way. It's like the most mediocre white men. Yeah, I've been watching so many like YouTubers who talk about movies. I watched one about the Phantom of the Opera from Lindsay Ellis and like one about the movie Tomorrowland from Jenny Nicholson and like they, like, go on this, like, itemized list of things that disappointed them about the movie or things that are just deeply bad about them, and I was, like, thinking about it, and I was, like, like, I don't, I I feel like I couldn't point to any specific thing in Pixels that is, that is the worst thing. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they would also, like, halfway through, they were, like, okay, it's time to mention some things that I did like about the movie, so it's not all about negativity. And then I was, which we tried to do, I don't know, a while ago. <laughs> we, we failed at, but we tried. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't, I don't, it's, it's like almost hard to have strong feelings towards this movie. Yeah. Like it's tired. Like I'm tired of, ha- I'm, of I'm thinking exhausted. about this movie. <laughs> is this, is this our last one? Well, I think we have to do a fourth one, yes. Even though, but we we said we we said we'd watch it four times in a month, yes. Yeah. Which I think so far we have done, even if we haven't like released them in a timely manner. Yeah. Have I watched it four times? I've only no, I've only watched I've, it three times. We've I've only but watched so it far three times. But it's been three times in the past month. So if we watched it like today, then it would be four times. Yeah, and the thought of watching Pixels today. It's too much. Like, I already am not seeing my family for Thanksgiving. I don't know if I could take the emotional blow of watching Pixels. Yes, but then we would follow it up with a talk with me, which would just be, like... This is true. I see. God, like, given... I don't know. Good. Good. God given good. TM. God given good. Okay, something we noticed this time is there's, like, no... uh, There's no people of color playing like speaking roles period yeah in this whole movie yeah there are a couple of like ancillary black people just like around but But they have like heavy accents and are treated as like gags yeah well because i think there are a couple of examples of this like in the first half of the movie where like they're all they're at the war meeting, right? And I, I think all of our listeners pretty much know what the gist of the film is. 
by yeah. now. So they're at this war meeting after the aliens have struck, and there's probably like I don't know sixty forty white men, black men, and like maybe yeah. a couple women. I don't remember. They're they're Navy SEALs. Well, no, it's like wait, oh, are you talking? I'm about talking the, about the meeting, like the where he makes fun of Grandpa. The sandwich. Yeah. Man. The sa- okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where they're like, let's blow up Iraq, and then let's blow up Galaga, let's blow up Google. Google. Okay. Um. So. There's, there's like, quite a few black people there, actually, but I think every single white person at the table has says something, even if it's a stupid something, and none of the black people do. That is quite Which is just us. something that exists. Like, obvious, I, I don't think it was intentional, but it is. That is how it, it's it there. panned out. And it well, should be noticed. <laughs> it should be intentionally fixed, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, then, and then also, what's his face... Josh Gad? Mm-hmm. Later in the film, um, with the Nubian man, like, a bunch of the Navy SEALs are black people, but none of them have anything. They're just eye candy, I guess. It's like the, the makers yeah. of this film like the idea of black people, but they don't know how to, like, interact with them. Well, I feel like Adam Sandler, <laughs> I would classify him as, like, he makes, for lack of a better term, like, white movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, no doubt. I don't, I can't think of a single movie of Adam Sandler's where, like, well, I guess in Uncut Gems, there are a couple of important black people, but that's, like, a very recent movie, and, like, it feels less creatively, he was less creatively involved, like, it's not really his brand of humor, it's just, he's just in it. He's an Um, actor, yeah. And it's a better movie for him not having as much creative input. Almost like the prequels. What? Oh, the Star Wars prequels? Yeah, the Wait. more the more influence that they gave... Why am I blanking on his name? The this director, George Lucas? Yeah, the more influence they gave George Lucas, the worse the movies yeah, got. Yeah, I think yeah. that happens, like, a fair amount of the time. It's like... It's like people it's, need other people to stop them. Yeah, like, I don't know. You can't have it both ways, like... If something starts out being collaborative, it's not going to be as good when you try to make a sequel or a prequel or whatever that doesn't have all of those voices that ended up in the original vision. Like, it's kind of the same with the Harry Potter and the Fantastic Beasts movies, right? Where J.K. Rowling wrote the screenplays for the Fantastic Beasts movies, and she's not a screenwriter, so they're bad. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder... It's funny, in professional art, like, the more collaboration, the better. But, like, school projects... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the more team members I had, like, the worse. Just, oh, yeah, just well, such. Because it can definitely get jumbled, but yeah. I think that, like, having a writer partner or, like, having, I don't know, I always have higher hopes for projects that have people who have worked together before that has come mm-hmm. out with a good product. Like, even between, like, directors and actors, like Greta Gerwig and Saoirse Ronan, they were in Lady Bird together and then when I heard that Sir Sharona was going to be in Little Women, I was like, oh, so Greta Gerwig, like, she treats her actors well and people like working with her. And most artists, they don't continue to collaborate with directors unless they feel like they have input. Yeah. I so mean, it it's like sense. the more the longer that people work together, almost the more faith I have in them, because it just proves that they're like Good able people. to work together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a fear that, like, see, all the people I like are actually, you know, evil, mean, 
yeah it's hard exactly. to like someone that you yeah that like, you have a completely we talked we talked earlier um like a couple episodes ago about Joss Whedon and like the drama surrounding him being mm-hmm. um on Justice League and he just exited another project which was like his baby it was about like Victorian vampire women or something and it sounded super cool but he just exited the project probably because of the investigation that's been going on about, like, the uh, racism allegations. And, like, I've just generally heard that he's kind of a tool. Like, yeah, he's he's a great artist, but he's also kind of a tool. So he's just, like, his career isn't... Is, his is... career's reflecting that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, obviously you can get good art from people who suck. Like, Tarantino. That's, yeah, that's frequent, yeah. but... Like, it's not sustainable. (laughs) Most of the time, at least. And it shouldn't be. Even actors who pull the whole method acting thing. Yeah, like Jared Leto. It's not sustainable. So, and it feels cheap. Like, you're a professional, do your job. (laughs) Yeah, and it's funny talking to Richard, who wants to be an actor, and we've talked about method acting before, and Richard's like, that's not acting. Like, like it is. But, like, your job is to be an actor. You pretend to be the person. You don't have to be the person. Yeah. You don't need to, like... That's the whole thing. You don't need to become someone else. Like, your whole point is you're supposed to fake it. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Okay. Um, There was a part of the movie that you looked up something and someone else on the internet was also confused. Do you remember? Someone else on the internet. Blue Lagoon. So, one of the things that Adam Sandler says, who does he say it to? To It's in this war meeting, right? Where, it's like, in the war room, and I think he talks to... It's it's the kid who's like, oh, well... Isn't it the Google guy? Who's like, oh, well, we should be looking at Google. Yeah, I think I think It's that's... either him or it's... Because at one point he's like, oh, Harry Potter and Gandalf in the same room... Yeah, so it's either, like, the kid who talks about his parents playing 80s games, or the guy who talks about Google. And then, as, as, um, like, Adam Sandler's final dig at these guys, he's like, okay, like... He gives everyone little nicknames. Yeah, like, Gandalf, Harry Potter, Grandpa, like, um, Zac Efron, and then he, like, leaves and he's like, okay, I mean good luck with that blue lagoon and i look it up because i'm like is that just a reference i don't understand and like the first result well i did look up blue lagoon pixels because when she i look up blue, look lagoon, up blue lagoon it just comes up with like an actual lagoon like the water feature is, yes <laughs> <laughs> but i looked up blue lagoon pixels and there was a reviewer who was like there is like all these unintelligible insults that i think are jokes but, like, what is a blue lagoon? <laughs> what? I, I, yeah, the person was, like, the reviewer was, like, oh, I, like, I tried to understand, but does anyone know what blue lagoon means? Like, so many, so many of these references <laughs> that are just, Maybe I don't they're know who they're internal for. jokes? I, okay, let's, let's break down this scene. Adam Sandler goes into the war room, and a man is, like, hey, it, it's the sandwich guy? And then Adam Sandler's like, sorry to disappoint you, I'm not the sandwich man. And then he, like, yells at And he's wearing, he's wearing this, like, head-to-toe orange outfit. Like, it looks like an outfit for somebody who would work for a sandwich place. Like, a sort of low, like, minimum wage worker somewhere. Like, it's not the craziest assumption to make. (laughs) No, he look. I would also be like, oh, does he have sandwiches? 
I would like yeah. a sandwich. Yeah. So they um they go in and then the the war general is like, "All right, let's blow up something." And then he's like, "Oh, take the keys away from grandpa." <sighs> uh-huh. And then there's a bunch of banter back and forth where he's being, you know, unintelligibly sexist <laughs> just at um, that's what's the thing. her name? Like so much of the dialogue, we get bad vibes from. It doesn't yeah. even make sense, but no. we just—it's bad vibes. <laughs> Completely unintelligible. It just strings of nouns, just like kind of thrown together. And then he's asked to leave by the president, his best mm. friend. I assume. I assume they're best friends because why would I, you put yeah. up with him? And why would they be friends for so long? Also, we forgot to... We, we never addressed that the transition from childhood to adulthood is them talking about people that they would like to marry. Yes. So there's, like, uh, classic 80s figures like Olivia Newton-John and stuff, like, turned Madonna. into classic mm-hmm. modern-day, um, like, beauties, like Scarlett Johansson and Katy Perry, and then Adam Sandler's like, this is gross, we're too old to be doing this. And I was like, I agree. I agree, if only you kept that energy for literally, like, ten seconds more. Just any, like, that, the energy of, oh, we're too old to be doing this is immediately forgotten, and then they begin just... Yeah, yeah, it's like, they're too old to be doing any, like, all of this. So... I don't, they're so washed up, and one of them is the president, and he's talking about how hot Katy Perry is. I mean... Which is also a strange choice, because, like, she's pretty, but but not... I wouldn't call her, like, a sex symbol. Or, yeah, or, like, like a image for the ages or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, back in the war room, mm. he gets asked to leave, and how long would you say it takes him to exit this room? Uh, like, I don't know, 30 seconds? Like, a, Too a, an long. Extend, like, an extended period of time. It is physically uncomfortable. Like, how if you long? stand up where you are, or I stand up from where I am, and just walk to the door, it would take, like, five seconds. Like, in yeah. a normal room, where he, it shouldn't take long. But he just has to stay to rub it in everyone's and faces. he makes fun of, like, every person in the room. And then mm-hmm. he calls her snobby one more time. Because mm. that's their, like, little thing now, I guess. Snobby is so... It's so unoriginal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Call such her, a, like... You know what? Pff, I don't I know. I am snobby. I like nice things. Sue me. Yeah. Like... I like my men to have basic hygiene and brush their teeth in yeah. the morning. A joke is he doesn't brush his teeth and it's like, and then he's like, well, I ate a Tic Tac and we're supposed to be like. Yes, she should want to kiss him. She should want to kiss him because he tried because he ate a Tic Tac. Because he's a nerd and he appreciates kisses more. Uh, how is that? That's how, that's you kiss. That's how I kiss, actually. Yeah, not me. Not no, me, my, my lips are actually, uh completely just sealed shut so i can only (laughs) how do you eat uh nose fair enough speaking of eating today i had a taquito ah i microwave taquitos for breakfast she's salty she's sweet she eats things she shouldn't eat welcome to tegan's food corner yeah okay (laughs) i ate taquitos for breakfast because i'm a monster um, and also, our toilet got unbelievably clogged and broken last night. It just, I don't think we did it's anything. It's been a long time coming. I was there, like, a week ago, and I was like, is something wrong with your toilet? And you were like, yeah. Yeah. Just so let it sit. It heard, it heard it was Thanksgiving, and it said, oh, yes, tonight is the night. 
and it like overflowed on the ground and I have an open wound on my toe. So Desert had to deal with all of it. It was horrible. Oh, because like infection. Uh Uh-huh. I was like, "Mm, let's not roll these dice. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because you would lose. You would lose everything. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're bad dice. Um, So I ate taquitos for breakfast and I was eating one and I was like, this one kind of sucks. And I looked and it was just a corn tortilla. They had like... (laughs) There was no <laughs> meat. So it was just a soggy corn tortilla because uh-huh, taquitos in the microwave are always it. kind of mm-hmm, soggy. Yeah, they're just a little little grease rolls. Oh, they're so one. bad. As I was eating them, I was like, man, this sucks. But you know yeah. what I did? I finished. Of course. Yeah. Um, when I was in middle school, I had this phase where I thought, well, like my family had just gotten this deep fryer, so I... So me and my friend Kyra, we decided to try deep frying a bunch of different things. And our first thought, since it was wintertime, was to deep fry an icicle. Don't recommend. Okay, so the first rule <laughs> of frying things is not to do water. Yeah. Oh my god. It started, like, exploding and popping and we had <laughs> hid under our counter. In, okay, so I at, I still think it's so funny. <laughs> I worked at this crappy, like, mom and pop uh car hop in high mm. school it was very fun very like picturesque if i was in a movie me and my best friend worked at a car hop you know we had like you and patty yeah it was very mm. adorable i must say i like in image only in action it was absolutely the worst but one time we, we were messing around me and one of the line cooks who's a friend of mine and we were, like, throwing ketchup packets at each other and stuff. And then he grabbed this huge ball of ice from the ice machine for, like, the sodas and threw yeah. it at me. And it hit the wall and then landed in the deep fryer. And we just, like, saw it start bubbling. And he was like, Tegan, run! And we just, like, <laughs> ran outside. And it was like, <laughs> And then I mean, the, we got in a lot of trouble, obviously. Yeah, no but kidding. It was really I mean, fun. <laughs> To be fair, we were, like, we were younger. We were yeah, in middle no. school. I was, like, And 17. also, this was the same friend who, she wanted to see what popcorn looked like while it popped, so she just left the pot open while she put popcorn in and used the pot lid as a shield so it wouldn't hit her face. <laughs> She's my hero. Oh, I love her. I should give her a call. <laughs> you, like, watch something explode and you're like, I should call her. <laughs> it's like those Kyra. those red flags memes where it's like a field of red flags and it's like oh, I should call him. <laughs> oh, it's so Love, good. It's, okay, uh, man. Anyway, really, where were we? I don't want to talk about pixels, Becca. Oh, oh, you were talking about the corn tortilla. Sorry. Another thing that I decided to fry in that same little hangout was a tortilla chip, and we fried it, and it still tasted like a tortilla chip. <laughs> Because aren't tortilla chips just fried? Mm, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, okay, I thought so, but, like, mm-hmm. I live in ignorance. We thought we would be, like, revel. Well, we were so dumb, because we were, like, things, like, french fries, you don't need batter. Like, you can just fry french fries. So this we were, like, true. so everything, if you just fry it, then it'll get a crust on it, yes? No. But that's, no, because no, the, the way starches. french fries work, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I love us as I love me as little little Becca. 
I we would sometimes fry we would batter and fry ice cream at work when we were really bored. That and sounds. I love fried ice cream, and yeah. we also we did ultimately make funnel cake, which actually makes sense for the context in which we were you frying. Were trying, things. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. Yes. Anywho, so you ate a bad a bad tortilla. That I, well, I mean, it wasn't today. I made a smart decision though. I was going through the fridge and I found a distended, just disgustingly like puffy thing it was like a trader joe's like chicken alfredo and i looked at the best buy date and it was like october 3rd and i was like i should open it just to see and then i was like tegan no and i put it in the trash i'm really proud of you because i was like i wonder if it smells bad like it doesn't look like it would smell bad but it was like obviously producing gas (laughs) Oh my gosh. Do you remember do you remember when I made you pork chops like a month ago? Like forever ago? Yeah. Longer than a month ago. And I also made like this onion apple concoction. Yeah. So that was in the fridge. My fridge. No. Until like a couple days ago when my roommates cleaned the fridge and they opened it and one of them almost puked. Who? And Which they one? just threw Amelia and they oh. just threw away the whole Tupperware. I've I had this is so weird spaghetti in a reusable sandwich bag because I'm a disaster. That's a strange. And I, I tried to wash the bag, but it just had like impregnated it, and so I just threw away the whole thing. I was like, well, well, so I'm not very eco friendly. This is I a guess. very this is a rich child weird anecdote but i used to think that you that every tupperware was single use and you just threw away every tupperware when you were done with it because i would never bring lunch to school and (laughs) so one day i was like like we had leftover pizza and i put it in a tupperware and i brought it to school and i ate my pizza and it was just one of those like classic blue lid clear bottom plastic things yeah which is obviously more than single use and i was like so what do i do with it now and i was like looking around and i didn't see anybody like with Tupperware, so I was like, I guess I just do the same thing I would with the Ziploc, and I just threw the threw the thing out. I we should have a <laughs> little like Becca's rich child corner. Yeah, I'm so dumb. It's <laughs> there's stuff like that. My little sister Kayleen will not be happy. I, maybe she I, she might not care. When she was younger, <laughs> at school they had strawberries, and she likes her strawberries cut up. So she brought a knife from home to chop them up, and they found one of the kids was like, she has a knife, because we live in Santa Maria, and everyone's just, like, on edge, just you ready cut strawberries for violence. with butter knives. Like, yeah, well, she got in trouble. It was a plastic knife, but she still got in trouble, because... Oh yeah, my no, it's it's a harsh it's a harsh town. But and like, like Wyoming childhood, everybody brought a knife to like pocket no. knife to school. Kayleen, the sweetest little blonde, blue eyed, like she just she Baby. likes drawing and she like she was really young and she just wanted to cut up her strawberries. She just wanted Ended some up like, like a week of detention. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, that's hilarious. I feel so bad for her. Anyway. This is not a Weird Food Stories podcast. As much as we might like it to be. (laughs) This is a Pixels-only podcast. Should we talk about the ending? The... Have we talked about that yet? I think we talked about, like, briefly about Cubert. Yeah, the baby Cuberts. Being... So, 
becoming a woman. Yeah, because remember how I was talking about how Josh Gad I thought was telegraphed to be gay, except for this yes. one specific video game character who he meets. It's it's very oh. strange that Josh Gad and this alien person who'd have who didn't exchange like a single mutual conversation are they're like engaged she never spoke never never speaks no well she doesn't need to speak and then she disappears she does speak in the epilogue because she says like honey i'm home doesn't she no that's josh gad and it's (gasps) also not the same one because it's cubert who turns into her you're right i'm sorry and we heard cubert speak an unsettling amount of times and watched him pee Twice. Never mentioned that. Wait, it happens twice? Yeah, so it happens the first time when he's watching the kid play the Call of Duty game, and he's like, so much blood. And then later, in the finale against Donkey Kong boss, Qbert stands there and he pees, and then Michelle Monaghan, like, grabs him to save him, which I forgot that was even a thing. Like, I did not remember Michelle Monaghan being, like, a badass warrior woman in that final sequence. But, yeah, like, she it totally, She is, but she only does it because Adam Sandler's looking on and the male gaze needs to see her be cool. Yeah. I think this third watch was, like, the first time I was watching that I wasn't, like, actively trying to avoid actually watching it. Yeah. Like, I wasn't on my phone except for when I looked up what the heck Blue Lagoon meant. And we were watching it on, like, your new TV. And, like, it was big. And, and everything beautiful. was in just great quality, and I saw and can recall, I think, every important moment now. But it's, that's yet to be seen. <laughs> it's ingrained. Okay, I, fun fun question real quick. Who do you think the score was composed by? Oh, goodness. Well, it's mostly video game music, or, like, not video game. It's mostly 80s music with some, like, classic action like building music so okay the issue here is that i know two composers okay sorry they well, are john williams and hans zimmer <laughs> let me just tell you the score was composed by henry jackman who also composed music for wreck it ralph oh that's actually kind and of a fun detail waka flock of flame released a single entitled game on which is part of the film soundtrack. That's the ending song where it's like the weird rap about like video games. I don't like that song. No, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> Did they release this single before the movie, hoping it would gain the movie some like well, hype? It was, it was released in June 2015, and the release date of the movie was July. So, yep, it was playing. Like whoever produced this movie was hardcore pushing it in all the radio stations. And then it's like guys me. were cool. It's video games. And then there's smash cut to spider-verse where it comes out and everyone's like um excuse me can you make more music please that's a good movie we should watch that as like a palette cleanser that's a good movie it's such a good i like it's like self-aware in all in all good ways i like this film literally cannot that's one of those movies that's so good that i can't watch it because it makes me emotional so i have to like plan my day around it no i totally get that it's like little women i can't just sit down and watch little women I kind of feel the same way about Spirited Away. Oh my god! Just gosh. like... Yeah. Oof. oof. I'm too emotional. Yeah, I am not normally, but there's some movies that just deserve, like, a full day of attention and love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of movies, 
which is what we have been speaking of for three weeks now. I got into the film program at BYU. Oh, wait, snapping. you knew that. I told you that. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm happy, but I didn't want to, like, blow out the mic. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I forgot that I Snapchatted you all about it. Anyway, it's I'm, just important to me, so that's fun. I'm so proud. Oh, my gosh. You deserve and it. And I couldn't have done it without you, star. Star of my Becca. little music video disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Becca made a short video with me in Desert. Yeah. And it turns out dialogue is wicked hard to edit. It's insane. I don't know how people do it. Like They have a lot of people helping them. Yeah, you're right. We should have had Rachel be a continuity <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think... I think the fact that I included, I mean, maybe, maybe I'll post it somewhere for people to see. Like, it's on YouTube. It would be hard to find, but it is on YouTube. <laughs> so any, like, diehard fans of Perfect Podcast, you'll be able to find it. Um, if you're really a diehard fan. You just gotta, like, go deep, you know? Yeah. But I, I spent so long making, like, a little montage with cool edits where it goes into, like, a little square, into, like, a rectangle and, like, different scenes and stuff. You know those. Yeah. Um, that took so much work. And I think <laughs> I don't know what else I to think, say. I just want I you to know that pay, we should pay editors more officially. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's about it. Because you know how like YouTubers, I feel like sometimes they don't get enough credit because they're seen as like kind. YouTube is oftentimes seen as like a lesser medium than like writing or traditional film or TV mm-hmm. or even streaming. Like it's just it's kind of looked down upon but like they do so much work (laughs) they must get so much footage in order to create like a cohesive narrative out of whatever the heck they're doing even if it's just like some dumb like vlogging video like oh yeah no they gotta sift through so much crap i bet i'm trying i've been trying to make this cute little like a music video thing for TikTok of just like some of you guys, some of my friends, just to do like a little like, oh, I'm thankful for my friends thing. And it took so long. I got so frustrated. I just like gave up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have another thing about pixels. Yeah, Whoa. good for you. You have I, mean, I just sorry. I took notes, okay? Yeah, that's good. Um, did you know Fire Blaster or whatever is based off of a real person? What? I did Things- not his name's Billy Mitchell. Isn't Fire is, Isn't it Fire Master? Whatever. I don't. Maybe it is Fire Blaster. He's still alive. But I don't he know. um first of all, he makes his own hot sauce, which I think is a thing in the movie like he mentions a hot sauce brand of some sort. He might, I don't know. And, yeah, but anyway, he is a he's like this disgraced gamer, which is kind of what the character in pixels is right yeah he's like but he they find out about his cheating at the very end and that's like you know the impetus for the big and finale like, he or gets whatever effectively no repercussions yeah like he says you're the you're the best at donkey kong or something you're the donkey kong champion in the world and then that's it yeah yeah um there's this thing called mame which is arcade emulated hardware instead of actual hardware. And so there's evidence that he's been using that instead of actual 
physical hardware, which is not what you set records on. Um, and so, like, Twin Galaxies, which is this, like, video gaming... It's so complicated. Basically, he's a big cheater. Mm-hmm. And he still is like, ooh, well, maybe not. He used Twitch to broadcast scores. And there's just a lot of questions. There's a lot of, like, laws involved and, like, legal battles with, like, That's the so Guinness Book of World Records. So it's, it's like the gamer equivalent of, like, Lance Armstrong being stripped of his, yeah, like, no, Tour de France totally. titles for mm-hmm. steroids. Yeah. That's fascinating. He also has three children. That's not important. <laughs> it's it's just so crazy that like everything has like such a diehard subculture full of all these organizations and rules and competitions and famous people who like just would never even cross my radar, you know? Yeah. I sent you a, p- a link to the Wikipedia so you can see his face and see how much he looks like. The dude in the movie. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Okay. Clicking now. Whoa, that's actually interesting. I With, know. Like the like, long hair and the beard. Yeah. Totally random. That's like the one thing that they did really well, I guess. That's so. Like, you can tell that. Like, I think you can tell that this movie was a labor of love, but just like misplaced love, I think. Misplaced labor. <laughs> I mean, both. Because they clearly love 80s video games, and they clearly love nerds, like the lore. and they love the idea of nerds getting hot wives, I guess. And, like, there's a lot of details that are included that would suggest that they are committed to 80s video games. But they just, you know, same. we talked about it, same thing with, like, Ready Player One, where they're more concerned with like wish fulfillment and including inserting every piece of pop culture that is important to them instead of creating a cohesive or meaningful story yeah no i totally agree with you it's it's like the story is completely secondary to the inclusion Mm -hmm. of just nostalgia baiting yeah and i feel like that was I mean, we were talking about Wreck-It Ralph, but Wreck-It Ralph 2 kind of did the same thing. I think it's just I, an easy fun fact, trap for things to fall into. I have never seen Wreck-It Ralph 2. I like it, but it's, like, so self-referential. Mm. And when Disney becomes self-referential, or, like, the joke in... exhausting. Or the joke in Moana, where Moana's, like... Um, yeah, like, isn't your job to fall in love with a man or whatever? Yeah, just just this stuff about the princess, like, ag- I don't know, I don't want to say agenda, but, like, the stereotype- agenda. <laughs> stereotype that has been got three agendas. by the gay- We got the conservative agenda, we got the gay agenda, and we got the princess, got the princess agenda. agenda. <laughs> Those are the three genders. Um, agenders. Agen- <laughs> you almost always spit out my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> And so, then I would have no blood because like, my blood when is it's, just Dr. Pepper. When it's Disney making the joke about themselves, like, it's, you can, you have all of the power in the world to change these stupid things. Yeah. But instead you you're just to. gonna poke fun at them. Like, it's, well, I was gonna tie it back in where I, I have little pa- patience for self-referential humor that, like, doesn't actually lead to a greater conclusion. Mm. And that was what Pixels was. Like, oh, it's funny. Nerds appreciate kissing more. We're nerds, and that's funny. 
And it's like, but that doesn't... That's not it. Like, even... That can't be it. You can make a statement about nerds being, like, unattractive generally, but actually, like, good people or, like, um, compelling people in different ways, and they don't do that. They just are satisfied with just the bare minimum humor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It feels lazy, which also... Adam Sandler, this whole movie, I felt like he was delivering lines like he was, like, in a first-year acting class. Like, or, like, a TikToker. Like, very exaggerated facial expressions and, like, weird pausing. Like, the dialogue is just super awkward. Yeah, it is interesting. Except for Josh Gad, who does a fantastic job. Yeah, I know. Randomly, randomly carries the whole movie. I was expecting Michelle Monaghan to do it, but she just... She doesn't she talk. Is given given the least to do. Okay, the fact that she is, she's the uh, what's her name? She's Adam Sandler's interest, right? Mm-hmm. She, why does she have a sippy cup? Have we talked about this? I think she's, we mentioned it. She's, I just the other day I was thinking about it more and like, does she yeah. keep a sippy cup for drinking? I feel like because I, I have know, a friend cups at make work harder. I have a friend at work who said that she she randomly brought up that she had a sippy cup to drink whiskey out of for when she got, like, hammered. So she doesn't spill everywhere. And I was like, what? Is this a thing? <laughs> Is this something I'm too Mormon to understand? Exactly. <laughs> like, have I just missed this particular, like, cultural moment? Yeah, cultural phenomenon. That's Amazing. interesting. If anybody out there drinks out of a sippy cup, hit, like... Just for for research purposes, let us know. Yeah, please. Because just, I've been, I mean, I've been hanging out with my little niece who drinks out of sippy cup, and, like, if I want her to drink some water, so then I'll drink some first. And, like, it does, like, I think it could be helpful for alcohol purposes so you don't drink too much at once, because it's, like, kind of hard to, like, actually get stuff out of there. Sippy cups suck, because I'm a gulper. Mm. And I just, I never, even when I was little, apparently, I would get frustrated with them. That's so interesting. I mean, I also am a gulper. I don't get necessarily frustrated, and I don't think I ever have gotten necessarily frustrated with sippy cups, but it it is nice to get, like, with my personality, like, I just forget to drink or eat, and then I just drink or eat a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if I see that my water bottle's there, then I'll be like, oh, it's been a while, and then I'll just... Chug, 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 chug. Chug, chug, chug. Yeah, I just realized that my little motion is not conducive to audio format. No. I really... I don't know if I like this Skype thing, because I can see my face, and, like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I like being able to see you for when you talk. For when you talk, like, you're not talking the whole time. Yeah. Oh, no, like, I I mean, as opposed to just doing it in person and just looking at you... Like, I don't know if this, of seeing my own face is a distraction, or if it is making me feel more at ease. <laughs> you could always just put a little piece of paper, just kind of, boop, right over your oh, face. Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, I'm sure I, I'm sure I could make my face go away. That might be good. <laughs> I just did oh, it. I now I just see you. Now it's I all you. you. Whoa. This dynamic has shifted. Have you seen Casablanca? Have I? No, I haven't. Oh, it's good. 
I watched it for the first time when I was thinking about being in the film program, and I was like, I can't even think about being in the film program if I haven't seen Casablanca. <laughs> I My grandpa, it's his, like, favorite movie. Time after time. Yeah. You can sing so, the whole thing if you want. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the whole but thing. You, you could but sing I, the whole thing. <laughs> I really, I'd love to do that for you. For me? But my musical memory is pitiful. Shot. Yeah. It's so gone. It's only TikTok sounds in here. <laughs> I know. I can't even listen to a full song anymore. Should we close out with a meme? Probably. Like, yeah. Wait, are we watching Pixels again? I don't know. This felt like a pretty weak finale just, <laughs> as a whole. This was just a chat and podcast, basically. Becca, Becca, I need, I need your ear. Yes, you I have hate them. this. I hate this movie. <laughs> but if we watch it ma- one more time, maybe we will love it. No, just like in my dream. No. Oh, you know gosh. we can talk it about feels... this outside of the realms of the podcast. This feels, uh, what's it called? Sisyphusian? Sisyphian, I think. What? what a, it feels that. feels like that. Yeah, you're just, you're just trapped in this unending hell. Desert and I have been budgeting. Mm. And part of my fun budget for this month was purchasing Pixels, the movie. Oh, that's Do you that's know how pretty. much it hurts to have $10 that could have gone towards, like, nail polish? Like a new shirt? Yeah. Went to Pixels. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy watching a good movie after Pixels. Like, the Project (laughs) Power that I watched last night. Like, it wasn't the best movie, but, like, it was good. Holiday that I watched last night wasn't a great movie, but I was like, I'm laughing. (laughs) That's more than I can say. (laughs) What a new experience. For P-I-X-E-L-S. From now on, anytime somebody says Pixels, even just in reference to a video game, we're gonna get, like, war flashbacks. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Of of Qbert peeing. (laughs) Oh, why does he... The P also, okay, real quick. Cubert is like pixelated, kind yeah. of. The P is not. No, it's liquid. It's it, real it, liquid. It like implies that inside he is liquid. It implies that inside of him is like biological components. Yeah. Well, I think I think the aliens are just shaped. Well, but that doesn't make oh. sense because when the aliens are exploded, they explode into pixel pieces. But they don't remember, explode. Into- do you remember when the ninjas blew up and I was like, Oh, They're and it's, like, kind of gory. Yeah. There's so many implications that I don't have the time See, nor energy to examine this, right now. I feel like this is what we should have been talking about this whole time, is, like, the implications. Yeah. Like, what are? Because what are the aliens? Hubert has reproductive abilities. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, so, the Cubert children, they just look like Cubert. They don't look like Josh Gad at all. They're just smaller Cuberts. I mean, so he just... maybe maybe Cubert it reproducts reproduces asexually or through it could be a female and it could just be parthenogenesis that's also a possibility i hate it but okay does this mean that by inviting cuber into our planet that we have opened the door for invasion yes but like but like i don't know cuber is a benevolent person Cuber oh, is but, a benevolent god, you are correct. Yeah, but he has, like, six Cuber babies, and if all of those babies had six, because it's so easy for them to reproduce, then in, like, a million years, it'll just be Cubers, yes? Wait, doesn't it say nine months later? Does it? Does I it think it just- I don't think I'm it checking. has a crawl. I'm checking yeah. right now. <laughs> because this is important. I want to figure out exactly how, how long- the gestation long. period is. Yeah. 
of these cubes. If you Pistols. if you didn't know how broken we are before, <laughs> watch again. That's the worst part. Is you have to select watch again. Here, okay. I w- I'm thinking more about the implications of this. I think that's important. Important. One year later. Okay, so in one year, let me count the babies. Hold up, I gotta go back. It's a short scene. Daddy's home. Three, four, five. There's five of them. Okay, five of them. In ten months. Maybe, maybe it was uh, quintuplets. Maybe. So if each of them can have five babies, how do you do this math? In, in one gestation period. Which is about a year. Yeah. So how many years does it take for cuberts to overtake the human population? I mean, I just threw out a million years, but it's probably less. It's probably, I need paper. Hold well, up. no, I don't know if they will ever overtake the human population because humans are still going to reproduce with each other. But humans die, and we don't know if Cuberts can die. We, d- oh my gosh. Okay, hold up. I, need- there, I feel like there's too many factors here to come up with, like, a conclusive... No, we just say average population of humans is 8 billion, right? Sure. Is that what it is? How many humans... Okay, I'll be right back. I gotta get my niece out of the crib. She won't do it for her mom. Aww, okay, I'll finish this. How are the calculations going, Tegan? I'm working. Hi, Cora. Sorry, this is like wicked important to me now. Yeah, it's just gonna be so much empty space. Okay, Your funeral what? to edit, I guess. <laughs> also, if anybody hears any baby babbling, it is not me, nor is it Tegan. It is No, it's me. It is my toddler niece. <laughs> Can you say hi, Tegan? Hi, Tegan. Oh, I'm dead. I've deceased. Eight million divided by... I'm, how do you do this? Is it like five exclamation point? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I'm like failing my statistics class. <laughs> Wait, okay. How to calculate... Bacterial growth. Are you, like, looking up formulas? Yes! Sorry, this is real. You can play with Cora. Hey, Cora, that's my microphone. You want to go watch a show? No. Okay. Five divisions every hour, or every hour, every year, equals... What? Please? What? Please? Okay, bacteria at the beginning, so if we start with five... Oh my gosh, why is this so complicated? Population equations and statistics are, like, really complicated. Like, it's a whole field, Tegan. I know, but I just need to know how many Qbert. I'm gonna roll now. No, do it. If this is the most mental stimulation you're getting in a while. Population growth uh, calculator. There we go. Okay, initial population is five. And the percent... The percent rate of growth. Are you making a podcast? Go see mom. Here you come with mama. You done making a podcast? Nope. No. <laughs> Number of years. Let's see. After twenty years. Um. Are Are we even accounting for like how long it takes a cuber to mature? Because they are smaller. I'm assuming <laughs> that within the year they will become mature. Okay. Because the cuber we start out with, are we to assume he was an adult? I hope so, otherwise that brings up some interesting questions about Josh Gad. His I mean, character, that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, times. How many zeros are in a billion? Nine. Because we're currently at one million. 
I can, like, I can see your pencil moving. This is, like, a beautiful mind. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. Did we just hit one? No, we're in millions right now. But I'm timesing a million by five. So. Now we're at 48 million. It's gonna take a very long- <laughs> I'm- I'm breaking. Oop, we're at one billion. Okay. Wow. It's not taking very long, is it, Becca? So- we're oh, so six. you just mean overtake. Like, there can still be humans left. There just need to yeah. be more cubers. Exactly. Okay, I found it. I feel like you could cut that in half if we assume that the other trophy is gonna reproduce <laughs> with its own- with its uh, friend. So then it'll be half- half- Dogs, half cuberts. Yeah. Okay, well, half dog birds, right? Because it's a duck hunt dog. Becca, it'll only take 16 years. No. <laughs> it'll take 16 years for the population of cuberts to grow to 30 billion. If we assume that every single one is having five children each year, and we don't know that all of them will want to. But 30 billion gives us a bit of wiggle room. You're right. Oh my goodness. Look at this. Oh my good Deacon. <laughs> okay, so maybe this was the aliens' plan all along. That's kind of a good plan. Like, the real plot here was maybe the Maybe Hubert was the real, us. like, overlord. Which is why we don't see D- Donkey Kong delivering any dialogue at all. He was just a pawn. It makes sense. I feel like if we come to this conclusion, we don't have to watch the movie anymore. Because it's, like, such an epic finale. Okay, this is me doing the outro, um, because apparently Facebook video has stopped. But looking at the numbers, we can conclusively say that Cubert is the real plan to overtake humanity. Maybe I'll just, maybe this will just fade out into nothingness. Cubert's coming, and we should be prepared.